after buzzers, before we move on, we would like to say thanks to our sponsor, Anchor. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free. Plus, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Also, Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. Plus, you can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. And it's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Hey guys, Maria Menounos here. Before your favorite TV after show begins, we want to let you know about my new show on Sirius XM Stars Channel 109. It's called Conversations with Maria, and it's live Monday through Friday at 10 a.m. Pacific, 1 p.m. Eastern. Go to conversationswithmaria.com for more info. Buzz you later. You're tuning in to the online broadcast network, AfterBuzz TV. Over 20 million weekly downloads in over 150 countries, and your number one source for after show entertainment. <laughs> TV, the destination for TV superfans, producing aftershows for over 300 of your favorite TV shows, interviewing celebrities and showrunners, and bringing you behind-the-scenes exclusives. All thanks to E! Entertainment's Maria Menounos, producer Kevin Undergaro, and internet leader Akamai. Now, let the buzz begin! Yeah, we can snap along. And get married. I love that song. Oh, she's taking her personal issues into this match, and that is not where we settle things. And are John and Nikki going to the chapel? Are they going to get married? Oh my gosh. Such a fantastic episode of E's Total Divas, and we are here on the AfterBuzz TV Total Divas After Show to break it all down for you. We are in Season 5. This was Episode 2 a SummerSlam engagement. I feel like there should be a question mark at the end of that, right? <laughs> hey, everybody. My name is Christy Olson, and you can chat along with us using the hashtag ABTVTotalDivas. We want to read some of your tweets on air, even if it gets us in trouble with the people that we talk about. <laughs> um, not at, not mad at you at Love and Lead, I promise. So we want you all to chat along with us. You can tweet me at Christy Reports, and I'm not alone at this table. Ladies, tell them who you are. Hello, everybody. I'm Paulina Aguilar, and you guys can find me on Twitter at underscore Pauline Aguilar. And I'm filling in today. I'm not yeah. usually a part of the panel. Woo-hoo. But I'm Justine, and you can find me on Twitter at Justine Devana3 and on Instagram at Let's Face It with Justine. All right. We are so glad that you're here, Justine. Yes. Megan and George will be back next week, of course. They wouldn't leave us for too long. And we are going to get to Nikki Bella's possibly career ending injury and surgery she's having tomorrow. I've got all the latest on that for you in our news and gossip section. But let's jump right in. We love that you guys have joined us on. On YouTube, I have the live chat rolling, so let us know what you think. Please leave a comment. Hit that thumbs up button. I survive on thumbs up, people. I love it. I love it. Thank you for joining us also on iTunes. Please give us a five-star rating and leave a comment. Let us know what you think about the show, about our show, about these crazy divas that we are going to chat about right now. This one rolls right into, from last episode, Nikki talking about John's reaction to Dolph Ziggler. Now, we chatted about this quite a bit last last episode, and we decided that John's reaction should have been bigger, but that we think Nikki wanted a big reaction, and that wasn't why he gave it to her. She is so mad. I just want to say I was right. <laughs> and if you watched last week's episode here on EBTV, I was right. Proof on tape. And if you missed it, I said that women like 
the reaction of a man to be like, no, that's my woman. No, you can't have her. And no, blah, blah, blah. And I mean, don't go all violent and all, but <laughs> it's exactly what she said. I didn't want a little bit of reaction. I don't think that John didn't give a reaction on purpose. I just think that's just who he is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't think it was on purpose, but mm-hmm. I would be annoyed. Like, I'm that kind of girl that if I did that, or if, you know, it my guy said that, and he was just like, oh, whatever, I'd be like, wait, do you not care? Like, I'd overthink it. <laughs> mm-hmm. So when he did that, I was just like, no, no. But then again, that could just be me not being, like, like rational. What about you? What do you think? <laughs> well, I was just so horrified, and I still can't get over the fact that he was like, oh, hey, baby, you still got it. Like, I I guess no, we shouldn't be that surprised that that's what he would say, because that is kind of a giant <laughs> right. seated thing. But I just could not get over that. It's it's too funny. It was too good, really. And again, I'm pretty sure the convo was different when they went home. Yeah, when they're, like, off camera. Mm-hmm. I don't even want to know. She probably gave it to him. She's probably like... Really? But uh, but no, maybe she actually, maybe she's more chill. She just like vamps it up for the show. I do think that he not makes her chill, but I think he makes her bite her tongue a little bit because she really does not want to screw up this relationship. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, another central theme going on this episode is, of course, the Divas Revolution, the biggest event in women's history to ever, women's wrestling history to ever happen. And I'm wondering, I know you guys know a little bit about the Divas Revolution. I wanted to explain to everybody this team thing that's going on that you sort of saw at the end of the episode, but so what the deal is here is that Paige has a team, Brie and Foxy and Nikki Nikki. have a team, they're Team Bella, of course, and then there's also Team Bad with our old Total Divas alum, Trinity and Tamina, who we've seen a couple times, and Sasha Banks, she's a newcomer. So there really is no place for Natty in all of this, and we see her, she's at home with Tyson, he's about to have a big surgery and she's watching the ladies on TV. I can only imagine how that feels. I purposely never miss AfterBuzz shows because I would hate to sit at home and watch you all sit here having fun talking about right? it. Right? I mean, yeah. can you imagine I have to sit and watch it on TV? So for those who aren't familiar with wrestling, mm-hmm. like myself. And like me. Saying, yes. For those who don't know, how do they go about picking teams? Picking who gets to be involved and who doesn't? Because I don't see even Marie in, in one of any of those mm-hmm. teams or Summer Rae just because I know them from the show. So how does that work? That's a good point. It this all is... depends oh, on yes, who please, you know. James. It all depends on who you know and Come where on. they are going with storylines. Right now, okay. Eva Marie is in NXT, and they're really focusing on her being a singles competitor and building her as a singles competitor, as opposed to, like, this was a way to get as many new female faces and, like, as many females on TV in segments. So this once. is all based on story. Mm-hmm. Yes. I love how he knows so much about it. It just comes out of nowhere. I'm like, <laughs> like God, God is here. I was going to remember to introduce you today, James. I'm so sorry, guys. That is the voice of our producer, James, and he is a huge wrestling fan. He yeah. knows everything. He's going to be our male perspective tonight. Yeah, so pop in whenever you want. Yeah, please do. Yes, so that's a perfect explanation. This is all scripted. It's all part of the storyline. Summer Rae actually has her own kind of love triangle going on during this time with some okay. of the male wrestlers. That's why she's not involved. So what's Natty's storyline that she... She didn't have one. It really seemed like there was no place for her even at that time watching people were wondering where she was right so, and is, so is it just timing that tj's injury and she has no storyline and then this revolution like all fell into place to where, where she didn't really need to be her. involved yeah right exactly well, funny like natty really was like one of the first women to pave the way for wrestling okay and not just being like eye candy and doing like a brawn panties match or something like that which is <laughs> women have been accustomed to in wrestling Mm -hmm. so like when she was kind of put out of the picture she was going to be like tyson kidd and cesaro's manager but then 
Tyson Kidd got hurt, so that puts her on the sidelines as well. Yeah, she was kind of valeting her husband. She was coming out with him and his partner and doing that whole thing. So when he got injured, that next went away. I mean, when we were watching it too, I just I just can't get over like that it's fake, yet people are sitting there cheering and like really thinking it's real. And that's why I wanted to ask you for a lot of the people out there that obviously don't know it's fake because for the longest time I was like oh Is they're fighting like yes. I had no idea so so this was me last season when I first joined this panel is I don't watch wrestling I love sports basketball all that stuff and I came into this like wrestling it's fake it's storyline like I can totally see you punching me right now like throwing <laughs> the you know things like that yeah and we spoke to Brian Kendrick who trains at NXT and he explained it a little bit you know Better it didn't make me want to watch. Tell you the truth, <laughs> not gonna lie, We're still not gonna change your not, mind. No, but. but I respect the sport. I respect the skill. I respect everything. Don't get me wrong; they are athletes. It's it's based on story. That's what people go in for. Like, okay, who's gonna win? Who's gonna? So they know who's gonna win. It's like, like improv acting with athletes, basically. So like, here's your script. Here's your outline. You guys go fill in the blank. Really? And then mm-hmm. we're all big one happy family. After. So are they really hurting each other, like kicking? And I mean, the goal is never to hurt your opponent because that's who you have to work with, and working together is what makes it entertaining. But people get hurt, and like like Tyson Kidd, he's got to have neck surgery, and they're hoping he can come back. But chances are, like, if he would have like fractured or ripped his vertebrae, he would have the same thing that Christopher Reeves has. Right, he instead he only bruised it. Yeah. So he got so lucky. So, like, chances are next time he might not be that lucky. And it's, like, one bad fall from being in a wheelchair the rest of your life. And in in other words, these moves are choreographed. So they already know, you know, when to do it, how to do it properly. So, But, I mean, things go wrong, obviously. Mm -hmm. That's how they get hurt. That's why I say, like, I mean, I love the show for the drama. Mm -hmm. And no disrespect to wrestling as a sport or anything like that. Because they are athletes. They work out. you got to build muscle. You... You train. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You know, all respect for that. Yeah, I think I just... Oh, no, all I just wanted to say was that it's just crazy because I would never want to be on a show like that, being like, okay, this is the script and you have to lose. Like, that's embarrassing, yeah. knowing that, like, I'm going to lose. Chat roll, I'm sure you're, you're trying to tell these ladies all kinds of good info right now. I'm having a trouble <laughs> with the Wi-Fi network in the studio, but I promise we'll get to you. I promise. And in the meantime, let's talk about John and Nikki. They don't go out for dinner. They're too fancy for that. They go out for dessert and wine, <laughs> of course, and I kind of love it. But we learned that she's still seeing the therapist that she started seeing last season when she was having a bit of a breakdown. And the therapist said to her, why haven't you been talking to Nikki about the marriage and the kids. And I thought it was a good thing that she had let it go for a while. I thought from the very beginning, he had been very recently divorced when they first started dating three years ago. I thought if she would not have pushed this issue from the beginning, he would have come around, everything would be fine. So I'm like, no, don't encourage her to talk to him about it. But it sort of turned out okay. John finally says, would I love to marry you? Absolutely. You guys, I got so excited. I didn't. It just kind of came out of nowhere. I was like, wait, she pushes, she pushes, she pushes, and it never, like, nothing ever happens. And then all of a sudden, just he's like, okay. Like, it's always on his dime. Like, <laughs> That's oh, a good point. It's annoying. Like, to me, I don't know about you guys, but I'd be like, oh, now you want to marry me? Okay. But no kids. Like, I don't know. He's setting the rules way too much, and I don't like that if I have a guy. Like, that's sort of his way of controlling the situation. Yeah. It's like, oh, now, yeah, sure I will. Watch you get excited. Like, maybe one day he was like, or maybe in the past he's like, yeah, one day I will, but just not right now. And then now he's ready knowing she will. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I think one of the things that bug me is if he came to that conclusion 
why not tell her? Why not sit her down mm-hmm. and be like, hey, Nikki, can we sit and talk? Hey, yeah. I've decided I do want to marry you, but I'm still having an issue with the kids. Yeah, like, why did he wait for her to bring it up? You know, like, if he really yeah, decided that like in he his was. head. Because mm-hmm. I still think it's not something that he genuinely wants. I think it's something he wants to do for her. Now, mm-hmm. why do you think he's... I know he's talked about it, but why do you think he's so... Especially these past few years, like, why is the marriage thing so hard for him to grasp? I just think it's the, it's the divorce. He had a bad he divorce. He was with yeah, someone that he had been with for a long time ago, and she she took him to the cleaners, and he's just jaded, kind of, understandably so. It hasn't been that long. And I think, like, with the kids thing, too, I think he'll eventually come around. You really think with so? With the kids? I think that he will. Okay, so... I don't uh, think that they that. should have kids. I don't think that they need to have kids. I think Nikki Bella should continue to be Nikki Bella, because that's what she has spent her life trying to do. But if the girl's gotta have kids, I think but she make them around. she is Nikki Bella. Look at her. She's the champ. Yeah. What do you, so what do you do after that when it gets taken away? Well, she's talking you, about maybe she could be a GM. You know, she's got this next surgery coming up. It's going to be her biggest comeback ever, she says. I. It's questionable what's in her But future. if she wants to have kids, let the girl have kids. I just think that a lot of people these days, not even just her, I think that everyone feels like so forced to have kids. Like, I'm getting married. Oh, so we have to have kids. Even if they're like, oh, no, that's not the reason. But for me, like, I'm always like, I was going to have kids. I was going to have kids. And then, like, now I'm just like, damn, this day and age, like, I don't know. But there's so many people, like, you feel like you have to have kids. And I think she may be at that point in her life where she's going to keep pushing and keep trying because she feels like kind of maybe pressured. Mm -hmm. But I don't know how I feel about her pressuring John so much. It took three years for him to say, yes, I'll marry. Is it going to take another three years from that, to actually do it. Yes, and that puts her at where? Mm-hmm. 30-something? How old is she? 33? She's 33, yeah. So oh, that puts already. her at 36. Mm-hmm. So at, at some oh, no, point... Like, she's 32. She'll be 33 when she returns to the ring. Okay, so does. 32. So <laughs> three years. Uh, 34. Can't do math. Uh, I mean, <laughs> She'll be like mid-33. <laughs> 35, whatever. Uh, I mean, at some point, women have biological clocks. Let's be real. Mm-hmm. She needs to put her eggs on ice. <laughs> Like Kim Kardashian yeah, did. She remember she talked about doing it last season. Just in case. I mean, honestly, like I would not not do that. I wouldn't write it off. Mm-hmm. If I was just, I mean, especially her, she's so unsure because like now all of a sudden he's like, yeah, I'm gonna marry you. So if I were her, you never know. Just I, I, I would do it honestly, mm-hmm. whether it's with him or it's with some other guy. I, don't know. I think she should do it. Well, one thing that should be made clear to her is that that. John's finally admitting that maybe he would marry her was not a proposal in any way, shape, or form. They kept referring to this as a proposal. Was this a proposal? Even the title of this episode is a SummerSlam engagement. It's like, in no way, shape, or form was he like, let's do this right now, baby. Her exact words were, is he proposing? And we're just like, no. (laughs) No, he's not. He's not. Oh, but he's not the only big superstar that we see in this episode. Cesaro visits his partner, TJ, in the hospital. So Cesaro is the partner that we were talking about, that Natty would come out with them and they were tagging together and sort of be their valet. Does that excite you guys to see, like, the sexy wrestlers on the show? Do you care about them if you don't know who they are? No, No, not really. Well, we did that last year when I had to pick the cutest wrestler last last season. I forgot who we even picked. Uh, Fandango, wasn't it? Yes, it was. I was just going to say, my dad is (laughs) Because he dances, yeah. But no, I mean that didn't didn't, didn't even make me go watch him wrestle. Yeah, (laughs) 
No, I, I really do agree. I'm on the exact same level as you. You guys are tough. Well, it is good to see Natty and TJ being lovey. You know, yes. I, I sort of think that the storyline that they weren't getting along was so forced for so long. Like, we didn't really buy it anyway, and it seemed fake. And now it's good that they're just letting them be a good married couple. Yeah, right. And that we're seeing her being supportive of him. It's kind of a change. It, it's It's nice, because... I think you start to feel like it's forced. Like, on a show, mm-hmm. like, when something is, like, com- like repetitive, you're just like, come on. Like, it gets old. You want to see them happy. You want to see something different. You want to see a change. Yeah. But you do, but they've also been together for a very long time. That's true. How long have they been together? Exactly. They're, like, high school childhood sweethearts. sweethearts. Is it, like, 14 years or something like that at this point, I think? Oh, my God. I didn't know it was that yeah. long. Yeah. yeah. It's, like, and a like hot And, like, he trained set. with her entire family and everything. Like, mm-hmm. they Thank brought him being... into wrestling. Thank you for being so active. I really like this. <laughs> you should just come and sit here with us. I know I asked him to, and he couldn't, couldn't swing it. But speaking of Natty, I mean, she kind of also has to go get to work, though. When they do finally want her and they come calling for SummerSlam, then she's like, well, actually, maybe I don't really want to go. And I sort of thought, well, Natty, you're dying to get back in there, and you don't want them to forget about you. I was surprised that she was hesitant at all about going. What really? did you guys think? Yeah. It was nice to see her, you know, struggle with that decision. I mean, I think if your husband was sick and you, someone called you for a hosting gig, what would you do? You know, it's a paycheck. It's your dream. It's what you I want. I would cross my fingers that he would say it was okay to go. <laughs> exactly. Anyway, anyway. But I think it was a great step for her. She had to go talk to it, talk about it with Tej. Mm-hmm. Be like, okay, are you okay with this? If he said no, well, there's your decision right there. Yeah, well, you know, she was, he was okay with it. She was sort of complaining about what they wanted her to do. She knew she wasn't going to be getting in the ring, likely, but she had to do these other appearances. And I was sort of surprised that she was complaining about that. It's like she's been in the WWE for over a decade. She knows how it works. She knows that being an ambassador is a huge part of what she does. She was told last season that they were going to make her more of an ambassador than a diva. And I was sort of like, you got to go do the appearances no matter how lame they are, Natty. I agree. I think it's <laughs> shitty party. Like, if I if I had a husband or boyfriend, whatever, and they were they were sick, I feel like I would cross my fingers. He'd say okay, because if it's your dream, if it's whatever, like if he wasn't in dire need, like if he was like I just gotta rest, I gotta be by myself, I'm just gonna be sleeping, I'd be like okay, why not? But unless he was like dying, then no. But I'd be like I'll I'll be back and forth. Well, he's gotta go meet the cats. Yeah, but he's got help. He's got the moms exactly. there. Mm-hmm. But also, I mean, think about it. Say they weren't a wrestler. Wrestler. Uh, and she worked at a grocery store. You need a paycheck. That's you need true. to pay the bills. Yeah. And mm-hmm. I think what doesn't what uh, you know doesn't help is the severity of his injury. Mm-hmm. If it was a broken leg, hey, cool, you're good. <laughs> you know, elevate it. You've got the moms yeah. there, but you know he could have been paralyzed. That's a tough pill to take in. Yeah, I sure. think. Yeah, but you know, being realistic, you need a paycheck. Mm-hmm. Well, while TJ and Natty are sort of staying out of the ring, Eva Marie is finally getting in the ring. And I'm so excited to see. This was an NXT show that they showed tonight at Barclays Center where she comes out in that amazing cape with the feathers. And she had a little match with Carmella. That was one of her very first matches after she finally <laughs> learned how to wrestle. So I, I think it was... People thought it was an okay match. She's done even better since then. And I just love to see it. I love to see her back on the show. She's talked a lot this season about like, oh, no one liked me last season and I wasn't a fan favorite. Well, she didn't really have a storyline. So I can't wait for her to get in there and mix it up. Yeah, if you don't have a storyline, it's 
it's like impossible for someone to get to know you. Mm-hmm. It's like that with any show, pretty much. Right. Especially if that's the core rustling right there, you know? Mm-hmm. So while they're all tooling around NYC, Nikki, Bree, and oh, surprise, surprise, Dolph Ziggler, who, <laughs> who's been teamed with the Bellas for the day to do promo, are going to go read to the kids. Now, they're pretty nervous about reading out loud. The Bella Twins. They're not so sure they can do it. They want to practice. <laughs> oh, God. Even when they were in the hallway before they went out, after they practiced, they still weren't sure how they were going to do reading this first grade level book. I knew it. Like, I always, I got to give it to them. I'm like, they know their strengths. They know their weaknesses. It's cute that they can admit they're <laughs> not it. super intellectual and that's okay. But what I did have a bit of a problem within this scene was the massive flirting that was Between going Nikki, on. Nick and Nick. Yeah, she touched his arm at one point, right in front of the kids. I mean, I can see she's not trying to be, like, underhanded or, or trying to push that with him, but it's starting to look pretty bad. And I'm gonna say something. I agree with Brie. I never agree with Brie. Yeah, I think that she... I don't know. I just think that she's like wants someone to want everything with her. You know, mm-hmm. like like he's good with kids. So she's like, oh my god, like I wish John was good with kids. Like I think she's just like is so stuck on the kids thing mm-hmm. that like as, she, as she totally has a right though. To yeah, be. but it's like anything right now is like oh he likes kids. So like someone could be walking with a kid and like like every <laughs> single thing is oh, about sir, kids. Is that your kid? Like, do but you want to have like, more? But I single? feel like at some point she needs. To make a decision. Yeah. It's, you know, she's not getting any older, and I think she needs moments like that to maybe help her figure it out. Mm-hmm. She's hedging her bets, for sure. Ooh. And Ooh. I think it's really funny that John Cena does more make-a-wishes than anyone else, but, but for he some doesn't reason want doesn't want kids. <laughs> I know. I was sitting there. I was like, wait a minute. And exactly like what she was saying, he was so good with the kids. Like, yeah. he was like playing games with them. He loves make a whatever foundation and he's the one that doesn't want kids and it actually confuses me. I was like, why? Like, I feel like he's never given a solid answer as to why he hasn't wanted kids. What do you guys think? The other side of that make-a-wish stuff is that he meets children that are dying. He meets families that have been ravaged by children's illness, that kids who have been born and never been healthy, never been able to live their lives, and he's seen, met the parents and met the brothers and sisters and seen what that does to families. And I can almost just always think that that's sort of in the back of his mind yeah. too a little bit. I never, would never thought of that. that. Yeah, and he just gives so much. I think when Nikki was explaining too, like he gives so much of himself. I can see where he thinks if he had kids, that he would just have nothing left to give his children. You know, I think it comes out of concern for being a good dad. Like he he feels yeah. like he would want to be a good dad, and he doesn't think being John Cena, that he could be a good dad. I never thought about that. Like, I never even thought about it on that aspect. I just thought he was like... I I honestly didn't know why he didn't want kids. Like, Mm -hmm. I just... I never really... He just never really gave a good reason, but that's a really good. Well, and that's just my speculation. I like that. <laughs> I hope. He's to look at him good. I like yeah, that. That's a well, good reason. Right? He is a good guy. I mean, just because you don't want kids doesn't mean you're I know, a bad I know, person. I know. And, and I feel like as much as we rag on John's decision to not have kids, to each his own. You know, sure. not everybody. Wants, I have friends that okay, I'll babysit, but I can give him right back. You know, oh. and they don't want kids right and that's totally yeah. okay but if you know that's nikki's decision now that's mm-hmm. what i was saying this day and age it's like people in the past it was all about having kids you have to have kids i have to you my god i can't talk today you mm-hmm. have to have kids and i think that now we're getting out of 
that phase, like, some people are still like, I need to have kids. And mm-hmm. I know so many people now that are like, you know what? Like, I used to want them. And, you know, I, I don't want them Dude, anymore. Dude, there's enough really? people in the world. Okay, no, when really? are you having kids? Never, honey. See? Oh, you don't want Okay, so why don't you want any kids? or something now? Wait, so you really don't want kids? No, 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 no. No, and my thing that I, the fans might be sick of me saying this, but that I always say is, like, you, I went to college for a reason. Like, I have dreams, and I want to fulfill them. And Nikki and Brie have worked so hard for so many years to be where they're at, and the idea of just sort of giving up your whole life to just bring more people into the world just doesn't make sense to me. I've just never felt that burning desire. And that's totally okay. I just feel like you can still have kids... And do your dreams. You just have to be able to balance it right. And the difference is not everybody knows how to do that. Mm-hmm. Right. That's true. I will know because I'm going to be that person that wants, going to fulfill my dreams. And I'm still going to make being a mom work. Like the Kardashians did it. If I could be the Chris Jenner, then maybe I would consider <laughs> But one. speaking of reality drama. Let's get to Paige and Foxy right now, because this whole thing blew up so big, but it started with something small. However, I could see how Foxy was angry. She makes one little comment. She overheard something in the in the makeup room. By the way, if you guys aren't following WWE Makeup Divas on Instagram, you're totally missing out. Those ladies know what they're doing. And she overheard one of those ladies talking about, well, why is Paige and why do we need five tables? Well, Paige is bringing her glam crew. Of course, the WWE makeup artists are going to be offended and annoyed right. at the loss of space. We've seen how they're crammed backstage. And for Paige to take this small piece of information Foxy has given her and basically not care about making Foxy look like a fool or look like she said something she wasn't supposed to say and she just gets right on her phone and does her page immature thing and tries to throw her weight around. I thought it was pretty awful what she did and I wasn't surprised that Foxy was that upset about it. Whose side were you guys on? I'm playing devil's advocate on this one. Go for it, So, first of all, (laughs) when Foxy... Okay, the whole possum thing that Paige did, yes, should not have happened. Come on, be professional. You guys don't even watch wrestling, and you know that. No, okay, yeah. no. So she should have been professional, but she should have talked to Foxy when Foxy approached her and been like, "Hey, girl, can I talk to you?" Mm-hmm. No, and walks away. Like, no. Yeah. And then when you go and try to talk to Foxy, she ignores you. I would too. Mm-hmm. Oh, now you want to talk? No, that doesn't yeah. bother me. But the whole devil, sorry, the whole devil's no, no, advocate. No, thing that I'm playing is Foxy says well I felt offended when you went and called the makeup artist about something that I told you in privacy but you went and told Paige about something that was private There's- so you're gonna go and open your mouth about something and it's kind of like I understand it's your best friend totally understand that like hey don't tell anybody but so and so and you're not supposed to know mm-hmm. I've been there done that but at some point I don't, you know, I don't know where you would put this on the line. At some point, there's things I just wouldn't say, even mm-hmm. to my best friend about somebody else's issues or somebody blah 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 blah. They didn't take any desks, any tables away from her friends. Mm-hmm. The- I just oh. think it's like messed. Up. I, I don't know. I think that when, I think the part that really pisses me off about that is like when you're in a fight and when people don't just stand up to what they did, what they said, and. It's just like be upfront, and they're like, "Oh, that's why we love each other. We can say we hate each other and love each other in the same sentence." But I'm like, it took you a little while to get there. Like, <laughs> why don't you just hash it out right then and there? It took you took you a little while, and if one of you didn't go up to each other, you guys would have just, I think, the friendship. Or would you over. just keep your mouth shut. 
Well, the conversation that they ended up having by the end of the episode was productive, and they were both calm. It didn't blow up. Like, I was right. like, why didn't you guys just have that conversation right away? Or, initially, Paige could have just made a phone call or sent a text that said, hey, you know, I, I just sort of realized that this is weird that I was bringing my friends, and, you know, I just want to double-check and make sure with you guys that it's cool. You know, I yeah, know they're bringing extra tables, okay. and you're going to have less room, and I just want to make sure it's cool. She could have done that. They all would have known what happened anyway, but without putting Foxy in the fire. And the work she was doing, yeah, was she playing possum? I know that is sandbagging, and that is like the worst thing that you can do to somebody in wrestling. See, I don't know anything about wrestling, so for me, I was just confused. I, like, I kept, like, looking, and I was like, wait, like, you guys seem to kind of know what's going on in me. I was like, wait, why does she look dead? Like, I was like, why is she just, like, rolling around? Like, I was confused. And and that was my favorite, that's my favorite part of wrestling thus far since I've watched (laughs) Insane, is when it actually gets real and she slaps her leg, because she's genuinely mad. That's what I want to see. You really hurt her? Like, kicked her? No. Not really hurt her, but those were, those were jabs that were not for the cameras. Yeah. And if someone did that to me, you best believe I'm going to sneak in something in there. Mm. Mm-hmm. I was just disappointed in myself for not seeing that in the match when I watched SummerSlam <laughs> and not realizing that like Foxy had unfollowed Paige during SummerSlam weekend. I was like, where were we? Where were you at on that one, guys? Tweet me. Come on. Wait, but I still don't understand. Like, she can say well, like how James was, was saying before that they have to work together. It's like it's choreographed, yeah. like Paulina said. So it's definitely the two people working together to flip each other over or slam slam one, slam but the other down. Possum isn't jump. part of the plan. But that's yeah, so someone's just laying the there because of uh of Foxy getting mad that Paige called the makeup artist. Yeah. So Paige oh, was mad. Sorry, I was And then she so played possum. That entire, that entire <laughs> thing, I was like, wait, why is she doing that? And then it's all coming together. I, I Welcome to women's wrestling, <laughs> yeah, ladies. Yeah, I was like, I was a little bit like taken back, but I'm like, oh, now I see it. You look back and you're like, wow, she was just being a little biatch. Mm-hmm. But all was good with them by the end. And we know that they are very close friends and they're both pretty dramatic. Let's, let's, I think it's okay to say that. Yeah, they are. So I'm sure they have blow-ups like this quite often, actually, is what I would think. Yeah, just like <laughs> not in front of the camera. I can't even imagine, God, what they do behind. Do you, do you guys think that these people, when they argue, when it comes to TV like that, reality TV, do you think that it's that they fight more for the camera? Or do you think it's all? Oh, no, for sure. Because I was just going to say, the next scene, we see Summer and Natty. And remember, they had a physical altercation a couple seasons ago. And also, even throughout this season, the last season, when we see Summer backstage with Natty, she's making snide little comments, and they're sort of being rude to each other. And they were even at the beginning of this episode. But by the end of the episode, Summer's telling Natty that she is women's wrestling and, and all this stuff. And I was like, Summer, Ray, you are trying to get back on Total Divas, girl. <laughs> we see you, and we don't need you. I love the hand movements. <laughs> no, I like her. I've, I've met Summer Rae, and uh, she definitely puts on a facade. Like, like she is definitely always playing Summer Rae 100%. So yeah. I just knew that in that conversation, she's it's calculated. No, that You know what that reminds me of? It's totally not this show, but talking about playing characters, like, it legitimately is. Like, people think reality TV is so real and it's like I remember watching The Hills and Kristen Cavallari like saying yeah I played that character like mm-hmm. it's like they're, I they're so movie. confused then yeah yeah now it's like I feel like everything's reality these days like every show's reality mm-hmm. and we love it oh I guilty pleasure live for it <laughs> is there anything else that you ladies would like to add about the actual episode 
No, no, I think we don't. I think we. Fly. I think we Let's went through roll it. into some big time news and gossip. Yes, I want to know about Vicky. <laughs> We're gonna save her till the end because we really want to <laughs> chat about that. I don't even know this, but I always like to keep you guys posted on the premiere numbers for this episode because we need Total Divas to keep going. And last week's. Premiere pulled 1.1 million viewers. That's up 14% from last season. So, That's congratulations, nice. ladies. That's good. And, t- and TV, cable's like going down. It's becoming yeah. more internet. So, the fact that that is pretty good They rating. can still pull a good audience. That's really and good. It airs th- after that throughout all the different countries and right. stuff. That's like the first million people to see it. There's many millions oh, of people yeah. that end up watching the episodes after that. And all the episodes are on the WWE Network. My next little story is one that I'm happy to report. Uh, Rosa Mendez's fiance took issue with something that I said last week and tweeted us. Ah, <laughs> uh, yes. I'm yes. on this panel all the if time. Y'all so think, in, tell me. If you guys think this is just some little internet show that nobody's watching, you <laughs> are wrong. Because if you remember, I reported that Rosa was planning on taking Jordan on the road after she has her again. And I was like, well, why can't Bobby stay home with her? He's not doing much anyway. And I was mostly kidding. But I know, I knew that Bobby has these clothing lines and it just, I didn't, I didn't know that it was like a real thing. So. Bobby Shubensky, I apologize, and he wanted to tweet us and clarify that he owns not one, but two clothing lines and runs a publicly traded company. So, I stand corrected, Bobby, and we would love for you and Rosa to come on our show (laughs) and sit out and hang with us so that the fans can get to know you better, because we don't know anything about you. Exactly. You want want them to get to know you, come and hang out. I don't know if I'll be here, but... man. Let's be real. If I were Bobby, be like, let me go on the show. (laughs) I was just insulted, I guess. Promote your company. They know it's all love. They know it's all And we love Rosa, too. And the newest diva, Miss Amanda, who will be hailed as Mandy Rose in this series, will be making her debut next episode. February 2nd, we are finally going to see Amanda from Tough Enough. I can't wait. And Eva Marie will be back in a big way on that episode, too. So if you guys have been waiting for Amanda, like I have, and missing Eva, just tune in next week, and we will be here as well, of course. This next little blurb is a fun one, and it's one that... I want to have more fun with in the future on our show. And that is my announcement that the WWE is releasing a Total Divas Mad Libs book in September. Do you really? guys remember Mad Libs? Yeah, where you, you fill like, in the blanks and the adjective yeah. and the down. Yeah, and it ends up being like a Those really funny story. Yeah, yeah so that's going to be fun. And I'm thinking that we should do a little something with Mad Libs here on the show. So stay tuned, yes. guys, because I'm going to make a form so that's that good our fans can get involved. Do we have trivia suggestions? Oh, we definitely yeah. do. <laughs> We're almost there, girl. Let's get to Nikki's possibly career-ending injury and surgery. I want to make sure you guys get all the details on this. This is a neck injury. We know that she started having a lot of pain in July of last year, so it's been a long time. She hasn't been in the ring since October. And tomorrow, she will be having a very, very serious surgery to correct the problem. After that, she will be in a neck brace for three months and will have to wait six months for x-rays and then she'll know if she can return to the ring or not. John, Bree, and JJ, her brother, and their mom will all be with her at the hospital tomorrow. This is really, really a serious thing. And they're thinking that her finishing move, the rack attack, which they talked about last week, is sort of what did it. This is where she puts people over her her shoulder. Wrestler on their shoulders and sort of jumps down on her knee. They call it the rack attack. 
it's really cool, but is allegedly what has contributed to this major injury. So she will be retiring the rack attack, whether she returns to the ring or not. And this is an injury and a surgery that has ended a lot of big wrestling careers. Oh, really? The reason why I love her is her spirit. She just keeps talking about it's going to be the biggest comeback story of all time. And she just can't wait to get back in the ring. And she wants to thank the fans. Always, She's always saying she appreciates the love from you guys and that we will see her recovery on the show. Well, I hope she, I hope everything goes well, you know, prayers and thoughts go out to her and her family. So I hope, I hope everything works out. Yeah, you guys, please send your love to Nikki tomorrow as she has her surgery and we'll definitely keep you posted on how she's feeling and what she's up to. I just hate that. I'm like really sad about that one, guys. I know. <laughs> Any, anytime anyone goes into surgery, it's like a little scary. I don't know, surgery and me. I've heard so many things about, I don't know if this is something really quick, people that go under the knife and they, something with the anesthesia gets screwed up and they like feel everything. Oh yeah. Mm -hmm. I am terrified of that. So no, whenever I hear someone going to surgery, like I'm going to be thinking about it. I'm going to be like, I hope she doesn't wake up during surgery. Mm. No, like it's like a real thing. Yeah. Well, we know Nikki's been uh, under the knife before. So, you know, it's not her first major So I think she'll in. do okay. <laughs> uh, well, let's move on to some something fun then. A little segment that we're going to still continue to take your suggestions on what we should call this. I said uh, total trivia last week, and Claire Crawley made a really, really fun picture for us. Thank you, Claire, for that. At, at AshMarieXOXO suggested that we call this total throwback which I love. So this is where I'm going to give you guys a little trivia question from earlier on in the series. This one is from the first season. And then we'll chat a little bit about what we thought when that went down. Oh, man. So James, I hope you're playing. I know, right? <laughs> yeah, I don't remember like that far. There have been a couple physical altercations on this show between the ladies. But the very first was between Ariane and Trinity in the very first season. Do you guys remember where that happened? Was it Backstage at WrestleMania, was it at a charity event? Were they go-karting? Or were they on a Mexican vacay? Where did Ariane and Trinity throw down? I'm going to go with a Mexican vacay. Because there's alcohol involved. Um, what was the first one you said? Uh, WrestleMania backstage. I'm just going to say that one because I'm really not sure. <laughs> Ladies, you're both close. They took that Mexican <laughs> vacay last season and there was a lot of drama. And they also did get into a bit of a tiff backstage at WrestleMania that first year. But the altercation went down while the ladies were go-karting. Oh, that was my second choice. I was going to say that. that I was, was going to say choice. that. But then I was like, no, I'll sound really stupid. So I like, didn't do it. It was over one God. of them like, celebrating too much that she had won. And then they got on to this whole thing where they were like, well, we're a tag team and Trinity was like well I'm the one who wins the matches and Ariane was like well I win the matches on the mic and it was just so saucy and I loved it don't be a sore loser guys that's right if you guys want to relive that make sure you hit up the first season of Total Divas Oh, so good. I watched them all back. <laughs> I watched them all back while we were on hiatus. But, ladies, I am so glad that you were able to be here with us tonight. Like I said, Megan yeah. and George will be back next week. If they want to keep up with you on social media, how can they do that? Yes, you guys can find me on Twitter at underscore Paulina Aguilar and on Instagram at Paulina M. Aguilar. And I'm Justine, and you can find me on Twitter at JustineDevana3 and Instagram, let's face it, with Justine. I'm a makeup artist. I'm always posting some fun things, and I'm actually on Vanderpump Rules after show with Megan, so... Oh, right. over there if you like that show too. Oh, it is always good to have another makeup artist on your Rolex. 
<laughs> Rolodex. <laughs> well, if you guys want to tweet me about any of the weird words that I've said tonight, you can always hit me up at Christy Reports and on Instagram at Christy Reports. Also, check out ChristyReports.com. And if you subscribe to my YouTube channel, you guessed it, Christy Reports, I always keep you posted on what's going on with the divas and have some exclusive interviews for you. So thank you so much to Justine for being here tonight. Thank you guys for having me. Paulina, myself, Megan, and George will be back next week to chat about Amanda and Eva and all the crazy stuff that's going to go down. We want to keep in touch with you guys. Make sure you follow the whole AfterBuzz team at AfterBuzz TV. Have a great week. See you next time. Bye. From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.